Hello everyone and hello my amazing listeners. Uh, I wanted to make this episode today about my love life because I think that just it first can help you just know me better and also I hope that uh, maybe uh, I can show you a valuable lesson I've learned through these small years I've had meeting uh, romantic partners let's say it like that and also maybe you know if a gay guy someone who or you know even someone who is questioning or just uh, you know someone who might have or might will have the same experiences as me is listening it's also great so that um, they might you know have another example because even though I think right now for people from the LGBTQ community and even more for the gay men I think there is a lot of representation in the media in TV on TV you know on social media so it's easier now to have uh, more representation but when I was younger and I'm very young you know I'm just 22 but you know it has just evolved so fast because when I was like 11 or 12 uh, uh, the only gay guy I saw on TV was Kurt Hummel from Glee and so you know he was my only reference and I thought I had to like enjoy going to the theater and enjoy drama and enjoy uh, musicals or otherwise I was not gay you know because it, that was just like the stereo, stereo, stereo stereotypical it's so hard to say <laughs> it was a stereotypical gay guy you would see on TV and I did not really relate and I was in France maybe in the US there was like maybe more or in your country wherever you're from there, were, there might be more representation I don't know but I feel like it has evolved a lot so uh, of course you know now I don't think uh, someone who identifies as gay or just liking men uh, and who is a man um, who identify as a man um, would need my experience to know but I just think I just think it's it's just a nice to have and you know it, it, I'll just tell my experience and give you the lesson I've learned and I hope that it will help you in any kind of way even if you are a woman who just likes women you know and we we appear to have a different sexual orientation but I feel like you know whatever your sexual orientation whatever gender you have we all go through the same thing so let's start um, and I want to start first with me in high school and my mindset there in high school um, I think I was very horny really I think I've, I started watching porn when I was 15 or 16 and it's funny because I never had the idea of watching porn before my mom indirectly suggested it to me I remember we were at dinner with my my parents uh, my parents friends their kids me and I don't know why like the parents were talking about like oh now young young teenagers they they start to watch porn blah 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 and my mom was like oh no Ryan would never do that and then they kind of look at us like oh boys do you like they, they didn't ask us do you watch porn but they kind of included us in the conversation and we we're like huh, no no you know like we started to blush like what the fuck why are they talking to us about that but I like genuinely genuinely never really watched porn before before being asked that and I remember I was like 
wait maybe i should try and it's fun because it's like from the fear of my mom that she didn't want me to watch porn and that she said oh no ryan would never do that do that that i actually was like maybe i i would you know maybe i should watch and so you know i'm i don't know you know what's your view on porn and i think it's fun to a certain extent and in a way you know it actually helped me kind of even though porn can be very fake i feel like in gay porn there's also this part where it's made by like amateurs and i don't know it really helped me have a view of what gay sex could look like and when i did it it was not that far from some videos i've had watched before so i don't know it, it was very helpful actually for me to have access to those videos uh, but so at this time in high school i was very horny and my lady friends my girlfriends um, started having boyfriends and started having sex with them and they were talking about like sex and you know in my mind i was like oh my god like that's you know i was like so, so excited but i was just pretending i mean i i, I asked question and i looked interested but i was just i kind of pretended i was a bit still uh detached from the thing even though in my mind i was like oh my god like i'd love to have a bf and be able to have sex <laughs> and i remember my my friends talking about giving a blowjob and I was like and they were saying like oh my god blowjobs are disgusting like ah I hate doing that and in my mind I was like oh why are you like I was thinking like why are you lying like I'm sure you know I was so like excited and I wanted to know what it feels like to give one so I was like oh my god like why is she lying like that I'm sure it's so fun I don't know like I'm sure it's you know i just wanted to, to try i was like i'm sure it's great to give a blowjob and i, rem I remember even amy schumer it's a comedian comedian yeah that had then a lot of backlash but i liked her at the time i still like her i mean i i mean i don't really follow her now but i liked her at the time and she was also she was very open about sex and saying a lot of things about sex but even her she was saying that blowjobs are bad and at the time i was like i i think like they're all lying they're just like freaky inside it and they just don't want to say it you know like i was taking it that way and in some way maybe it was true but i'm mentioning this now so that then you understand some things and so this was kind of my mindset you know i was just basically seeing everyone having sex me not really have not really having any kind of action i had girls actually interested in me but i was not interested at all and at that time in high school i was not coming out i knew i was gay i was accepting it to myself i was not going to pretend to like a girl i was not going to pretend to be like oh like this girl looks nice like no way but i was not i was just like the guy who doesn't seem to be interested you know like oh not yet or you know i was just trying to and you know i, I was not really ready to say it at that time just because it would have involved a lot of question and my high school was small so everyone would have known very fast and of course people would have supported me or just or if they wouldn't have supported me i like there was no kind of potential or possibility of possibility of me being bullied like that was not uh my fear I, it was just i don't know like unnecessary conversations that i didn't want are i was not ready to have at that time so i did not come out um and so my first actual real experience with the guy was at the end of my first year in business school 
so I was um, 18 and uh, so I finished high school and I go in business school for a whole year and in May I decide to go to London uh, to do my first year internship and in my in my business school the first year internship is a labor internship basically they call it a labor internship because you have to work either in a factory or you have to work in a restaurant or in a kitchen and you have to do manual labor work uh, and basically every year you're going to uh, then we had like a sales associate in a shop internship and then we did an assistant manager uh, internship and then we do internships in big companies you know they want you to like kind of build up the ladder or the hierarchy of work so that you understand uh, what it feels like to work really uh, in like low level jobs basically and then hire jobs with more managerial uh, managerial uh, implications and so I think it's very nice to do that and so the first year you have to do like basically waiter to be a waiter most of the people are waiters or work in supermarkets and so I was a, a waiter in London I just went there tried to find a job because at the time there was no Brexit and so as a European as a French citizen you could just go to London and get hired super easily which was I took it for granted at the time I did not know like what amazing like how amazing it was and so I went there try to find a job found a job in a five-star hotel doing breakfast and lunch service and so there it was the first time I was leaving home and I was living away from home on my own I would spend two months and a half alone in London working there and so at the time I did not even want to download like Grindr or Tinder or like those kind of apps because I don't know I was just not into it I felt like I was not ready but in my mind I was still very horny very like I still really wanted to meet a guy but more genuinely and so I started working there and I was doing, I was, I worked so much at first, like I, I woke up at 5 a.m. every day and then I finished at 3 p.m. and some, I only had at first one day off per week and sometimes like the day off was on Monday and the next day off was on the next Sunday. So basically I was working like 13, 14 days straight, you know, it was like so hard of waking up at 5 a.m. non-stop oh my god but then I asked the manager like to give me two days off and so um, I start working at the hotel but I loved everyone there like I loved so much that experience and um, a month after I arrive or maybe a bit less like three weeks after there the, there is the guy who works in the room service um, and he goes on holidays and so he's alone to the whole room service of the hotel because it was a five-star hotel with not that many rooms and um, they needed someone to replace him and the guy that is supposed to replace him was doing something else during the week that he was here so they said that I was going to be the one who will replace this guy the room service guy and so they paired me for three days with a guy that knew about room service that he was gonna I was gonna work with him for three days doing the room service and then I would be on my own for a week and so this uh, I, I'm not gonna say his real name uh, but let's call him <laughs> uh, what's a Romanian name or a normal Romanian I don't know uh, let's call him Ruslav Ruslav yeah that's like an Eastern maybe or Rislan I don't know. let's call him Ruslav whatever he 
was supposedly named Ruslav. And so Ruslav, I, so they, to, they told me, next week you're going to work with Ruslav for three days. He's going to learn you how to do the room service. And uh, I had never seen him before, even though he, he was in the hotel all the time. But then now that they told me who he was and his name, I paid attention to him. And for the whole week before I was going to work with him, I heard him say homophobic, awful things. And he was saying like there was one guy working in the uh, housekeeping team and like housekeeping is like cleaning. And so maybe it's more for women by his standards and so he was saying to him like oh you you are gay and you are uh, like a faggot and next week is gay pride you're gonna go to like the gay pride i'm doing a super bad russian accent and he was not really talking like that but it's just to give you like the stereotypical homophobic guy from eastern europe and so he was like like saying awful things and in my mind i was like oh my god like shit i'm gonna have to work with a guy like this for three days like non like like full days with him uh, it's awful and so the next week comes and we do the first day and on the first day he does not stop saying homophobic stuff like he just does not stop saying homophobic things and uh i was like like what like maybe he's like say racist things i don't know or just like nice things uh, can you like change your your vocabulary or your way of talking and at the end of the day he says but you're not gay right and i was like in, in my mind i was like do i say i am gay or not and at that time you know uh, i started the first year of business school i just started saying it to people i was like very much open and so i was like in my mind you know like fuck it let's say it who cares what it what is he gonna do and so i said yes you know i'm gay and he and he did not believe me at first he was like no you're joking and i'm like no 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 really and I told him, but you know, your, the jokes that you're doing, you can still make them, uh, I don't mind. Um, and I actually, I was not, you know, I did not feel uh, like bad or threatened by the jokes or like I did not take them personally. It was just, you know, I was feeling like uncomfortable working with someone with that mindset, basically. And he was like, oh, no, no, but uh, I will, you know, yeah, I will continue to make them like, yeah, like he was kind of like, I don't know, he took like a, he, I don't know, like his answer was weird. He was basically, on his face, he was apologetic, but what he said was basically, yeah, I'll continue making my jokes, not because you're gay that I will stop, but actually he stopped and he never said one after that. And so we start talking about that and he, he understood it, but he was like, but you, like you, for me, you look straight. Like, are you sure you do not like women? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. And then he said, well, you know what? Before there was a guy who was gay and he was French as well. And he was working, he was like the baker at the hotel and look at his Instagram. And he shows me his Instagram. He showed me his Instagram and he was like, scrolling through the pics and he was like do you, do you think he's cute do you like him and i was like oh my god like maybe he's more open-minded than i thought and then he was like trying to hook me up with someone and i was like yeah it's okay but you know and i was kind of shy at the time i, I did not like i i i thought the guy was cute that the guy he was showing me but i was i did not really dare to say like something like uh, I don't know I, I was just pretending yeah he's cute but I don't want to see him even though at the back of my mind I was like yeah I'd like to meet him of course <laughs> but 
uh, Ruslov, he was like, oh, no, no, but show me your Instagram. I'm going to send you uh, your Instagram to him and we're going to do like organize a date. Like it went super fast. And he was like, we're going to organize a date. And my girlfriend, she works at the hotel and we're going to do like a double date all together. And um, <laughs> I was like, wait, wait, no, 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 no. And I was saying no, but in, at the back of my mind, I was like, yeah, like a first date. Yes. <laughs> and in the end, you know, we ended up uh, going to that date. And so to close Ruslav's story, because I could go on and on and on with everything that happened in London, like I could write a book. But uh, basically, Ruslav then became one of my really great friends there, even though we were quite different. And... Um, with one of my friends we started wondering if he was not bi or gay or just a little bit into me because then he was like he wanted to see me all the time and in the hotel he was kind of considered the untouchable guy like he was he could do any like anything that he wanted no one really would have said anything they were they were kind of scared of him too and he was like super macho guy but he was like if i want, didn't want to go out with him he was kind of like would throw a tantrum I don't know how to really say it in English because the words are coming to me in French but like f when I left London and I stopped really writing him uh, he would like in the New Year's he would send me like you are forgetting me and then he would like pretend like oh like one time he sent me a message like I broke up with my girlfriend and I was like oh are you okay and he was like yeah I think I'm gay and then I was like and he was like and I think like I like you or something and he was pretending he was pretending and I, res I respond like ah ha ha like he, good joke or something and, and then he was like yeah 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 I'm joking but you know weird things and I, I I'm sure I'm forgetting things but it was weird but so for the baker arc let's call him Paul <laughs> Paul like the bakery and um, so Paul uh, we actually organized a, not a double date a triple date almost because I or originally had to go with Ruslav and his girlfriend who worked at the hotel there and I, I really liked her too she was French as well oh my god like French are people are everywhere there was Paul there was me and there was my friend Nasima and I'm saying her name because I know that she will not be mad at me there was my friend Nasima and another nice French guy who was also with us and Nasima him the nice French guy and me we were all kind of the same age and I asked Nasima and him to come because I was so shy at the time I didn't I could not handle the pressure of a date and so I was like I need some friends there if it doesn't go well and so we, we went six of us to like a Chinese restaurant or a Japanese restaurant in Chinatown and um, it went pretty well I remember it was cash only and I did not have cash and so Nasima actually paid for me and Paul the date I had because he did not have cash as well and then while we were all walking and talking Paul just left the group and he went back with like some cash and he gave to Nasima and Nasima was like oh but that's too much and she was like no but I'm paying for Ryan as well and you could not imagine like for me at the time having a guy pay for you know like the, the guy I'm on, on a date with pay for my food I thought it was like I was I thought I was on a, in a movie like it was the first time that it happened to me and I was 18 I, I you know you see that in the movies you hear your friends talking about going on dates and having sex and you know kind of a I was a shy gay guy and like it was happening for me I was so happy at the time I like I could not believe it 
and so just a simple thing of like he and you know and it's so you know some people would say it's so straight uh norm oh, how do you say you know like you see society as like a straight uh, you know basically you should be able to pay for your dinner or i should or you know or you should exchange it's not like the guy who has to pay all the time for the 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 dates or the dinner basically and it's true you know i prefer that but at the time i really felt happy that he paid for me because i don't know it, it, it felt great like i saw that always in the movies i think in the movies i always more like look up to the girl and so just seeing that i was quite happy and so then it was a great day. Um, we went to Ruslav's house and we played cards. And they said, like, I, I was so shy. Like, I remember we were playing, like, Uno or something. And then uh, Ruslav, who was, yeah, he said something like, uh, because we were playing Uno and Paul was, uh, the, he was before me. So if he would put, he would put like a plus four or plus two, I would get it, you know? And so I think I got like a lot of plus cards because he, he just added some plus two or plus four to like some other people. And Ruslav said, oh, you really, he did not really say that the word I'm going to say, I think, but it was basically that like, you really fucked Ryan up with basically all the cards he got. He purposely said it so that there was like kind of a, mixed meaning and then Paul said haha yeah we'll see later you know and so at the time I was shy I did not say anything and in my mind I was kind of like oh that's that's weird you know there's a lot of people there and they're kind of saying we'll have sex later and but at the, t at the same time I was like oh that's nice to to have for the first time a little action going on and so then you know I had to leave because it was getting late and I was waking up at 5 a.m. the next morning the next day and so we take the subway Paul and I and my friend Nasima and my friend Nasima was there so I was not really gonna kiss Paul and it, I never kissed a guy before or maybe like you know doing the the bottle game or like just stupid games you do when you're like 14 but I really I never kissed a guy for real before and so I was pretty shy I did not want to do it in front of Nasima so we leave and I basically like say goodbye to him and Nasima with like a uh, like shaking my hand you know like saying goodbye from afar and um, but we exchanged numbers and then he wrote me we, we, we wrote and Nasima and Paul they stayed in the same subway and they basically talked about me and he said he really liked me and he was sad that we did not get to kiss after we left I mean after I left uh, and so we so this was maybe like on a Wednesday and the gay pride was on a Saturday I was working on a Saturday but we planned on meeting after the gay pride and so I joined him after the gay pride and basically we we saw each other all throughout summer uh, and the first night I went to sleep at his, at his house we went to the restaurant before and I had guys I had a boner like a huge boner <laughs> because I knew I was gonna like sleep at his house and I was like so excited and like just him like touching me a little bit or just him like even talking to me I was like you know like such a virgin guy so, so excited to have sex I had like I, I was like so excited I, I had like a real boner at the dinner table and then we had to get up to where walk to his apartment but I mean, it was, I don't know, I, I'm sure like people in the street saw it. Oh my God. 
<laughs> I'm getting like I'm blushing, you guys. And um, but, you know who cares? You know what the fuck? You know who cares? And um, so we were walking to his apartment, and we go there, and we start. You know, oh yeah, and that's one thing I I forgot is that um, the day we we met after the gay pride he was with a friend and we talked and we talked for like the whole night we spent the whole night together it was fun we still had not kissed and we ended up at a bar with a lot of people uh, and uh, i had to work again the next day and so he i basically said you guys i'm gonna go in like 20 minutes and paul told me well when you go uh, tell me and i'll uh, walk you to your station uh, and i was gonna take the bus so he said i'll walk you to the bus stop yeah, and uh, I so I leave, and then he walks me to the bus stop. I felt like it was a movie, and then we were basically waiting for the bus. We were talking, and I, you know, we knew what was gonna happen. And then we see the bus arriving, like from afar, like it was two minutes away, but the streets was long, you know, so we could see it. And he said, well, your bus is arriving. And I was like, yeah. And then he grabs me and he turns my head and we like kiss. And I, I really thought I was like in the best rom-com movie ever. And there were like two people on the side. And I think still today, but even more before, PDI, public demonstration of affection and like doing it in front of other people in public, I was really shy at the time. Today, I still, I think I still have a, problem with that for myself i don't care if other people do it i f i feel it's fine I, like, I feel like it's fire it's fine but it's just you know i like to i don't know <laughs> i feel like when people are watching uh, or watching they're not really watching but i don't know if people can see i'm i get shy but at the time you know i, I was like going with the flow and i really loved it and i that, that he kissed me and then of course you cannot imagine the boner i had um and so so yeah fast forward to when we we're going to his apartment i was really horny i wanted to have sex so we start kissing and then we go and start to the um, foreplay and uh, and so he you know sucked my dick a little bit and i was like okay that's nice but i feel like i really want to try and like his and so i go and like i'm like uh, i'm starting to do it and first it really smelled and tasted like the laundry machine you know uh, sometimes it really tastes like the like i don't know like maybe when you dry your uh your underwear and it has like that smell of it does it's not it doesn't smell bad but it smells like it has been washed by a washing machine and it's not really something that arouses you so i was kind of put off by that but then i was doing it <laughs> and in my mind i thought about amy schumer and i thought about the girls in school that i was hearing saying that's disgusting and i was like that's not disgusting but that's not that great like i was like that's yeah like i've overrated the thing you know i was before i was seeing it in porn i was like that is so hot like like give it to me now you know i was like so excited so horny but when i did it i was like right that was you know that was overrated uh, uh yeah it was like 
yeah, like the dream fell and I crumbled. But then now I understand that it was because the connection was not fully there and it really depends on who you are doing it, doing it with and what has happened before. And I can really enjoy it now, but you know, it depends on a lot of things. But I was still very happy that I could do it. I mean, <laughs> that I could try, you know, and do what I really wanted for so long. And so um, then I was like ready to basically get penetrated <laughs> because um, I'm laughing because I like you know start I started talking uh, uh, I decreased the volume of my voice I don't know why you know some, sometimes I'm speaking English and like everything flows right now it's like every word is coming up in French and so I'm like focusing so hard but you know I started um talking less loudly <laughs> just because I said the word penetrated uh, and I just remembered my mindset at the time and so um, you know for the people who don't know uh, in the gay, gay like if you do so if two men have sex basically there are like three positions that say it like that even though it's very like I'm showing it as if it was like uh, simple and it's always like this but it can depend on a lot of things and the person you're with the mood but uh, you know usually usually there's the top the bottom and the verse and so the top is basically the guy who's gonna penetrate the bottom is gonna be the guy who gets penetrated and the verse is the one who's gonna like to exchange and you know some people just identify in like one role and some people like being verse and exchange I felt like I was always more a bottom and in most or I'm gonna say all the relationships sexual intercourse I've had sexual intercourse can I say that or it feels like I'm talking about animals no I think yeah like all the romantic sexual interactions I've had I was always the bottom but I do not uh, like I, I you know I know I can for me maybe it's fluid I, I wouldn't be shocked that in few in a few years I would change and uh yeah and i'm sure that with my boyfriend i would enjoy to like being the top as well like, if he wants to change it change it up a little bit but at the time i felt like a bottom so i wanted to bottom and paul was feeling more like a top so it was a match and um and so uh i wanted to get penetrated but he did not have condoms and so we could not do it that time because I am and I was and I'm still am super strict with safety and putting a condom on putting three condoms on no, I'm kidding but like I've yeah like you have to do it safely and so uh, we did not do it and actually then I went to his house another time I slept there and he still did not have one so we did not do it and uh, he and then um, of course I could have gone and bought some and bring them but I think I was again I, I did not dare to go to the pharmacy at the time to ask for it I was working a lot uh, and I just thought that him at the time he was actually not doing anything because he was waiting the end of summer to go to France and he was more experienced than me he was three years older I don't know I thought that he could go and buy some you know uh, and I remember on the 14th of July which is like a national it's basically the 4th of July for the Americans in France is the 14th of July and it's like national 
uh, uh, holiday and then you know there's like fireworks and everything and so usually when we are abroad we uh, we're gonna like go with a lot of French people to go somewhere and have fun to celebrate um, and so we were counting on celebrating and to on like on a beautiful rooftop in London in Shoreditch I love Shoreditch and um, so I joined Paul before at his apartment and he was like Ryan tonight when we come home after the party I have planned everything and we are gonna be able to do it because I know you want to and I was like so excited I was so happy we go to the party we come back to the apartment we start to like do the foreplay and everything and then I feel like he kind of wants to go in and I'm like wait 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 and he says and he says oh yeah I'm so sorry I forgot and in my mind I'm like okay I'm, I'm in the bed with a psycho actually I mean I mean with like he told me before that he had planned everything and then he tries to do something and he did not have the condoms so you know my theory I I did not at the time dare to ask him like what's going on but my theory is that maybe I was a virgin and he wanted to try to do it without a condom with a virgin because he thought that you know since I'm a virgin there is no risk which is totally bullshit and you know and he could have some disease as well so I never did it with Paul in the end I just stopped at foreplay and then after that night I was just not interested anymore I was like okay he's weird he you know I, I can't you know wanting to basically maybe have sex with the virgin guy without a condom I don't want to say it's weird at all maybe it's like your sexual preference it's it's like basically just say it have find someone who wants to do that and it's great you know and you'll both have a great time even though unfortunately it's unprotected but maybe just test both of you you know you test yourself both of you before and then it's perfect but it's just for me he was weird because he was lying he was he told me like yeah i have planned everything and then he had nothing so i was like okay so i then he wanted to see me a little bit again but i was like postponing it i was like i'm sorry i'm working a lot and then he left we still talked a little bit after that but he lived in the mountains in france i live in paris so we never saw each other again uh, and he kept like talking to me even like maybe the last time he talked to me was like like six months ago and he now like he has a boyfriend and he asks me to send him nudes i'm like boy no like no no i'm not like yeah I, ha I have sent nudes to guys who at least i don't know they have a boyfriend and they don't tell me they have a boyfriend or you and even if you are like on a, in an open relationship i don't know i i don't know uh, after what he did i was really not into him so i stopped there and so then london ends i go back to school a full academic year passes nothing nothing is going on uh and so then end of my second year in business of business school i go to new york city for a semester so i go to new york city uh and there you know i knew that you know it's new york city it's this was going to be the place where we we're going to experiment and experience and so in new york city i stayed there for a semester and there i downloaded grinder i downloaded tinder <laughs> It was the first time I actually downloaded, I mean Tinder, I downloaded it actually when I was in high school, but it was, 
it was bullshit. Uh, let's say that New York was the first time because it was the first time I really used it. And so in, in New York, um, I downloaded those apps. And so I met a few men on those apps. And I also met a few men genuinely at parties or friends of friends. And so I did my first time with an Egyptian guy and let's call him the Egyptian guy. And it was really nice, you know, then we kind of became sex friends. Um, he was, um, he was, I don't know, maybe, I don't know if we would have dated because um, he, yeah, the first, the, f the after we did, uh, I, I actually, right now I'm wondering if I should tell the whole story with him. Uh, no, I'll just tell the start. We first started talking on Grinder and uh, uh, we talk and it goes pretty fast like he he was like walking his dog and he was like do you want to come see me we can go like walk the dog together and I was like well you know I'm living in Brooklyn you are in Midtown you know I'm gonna take like 30 minutes to arrive it's not uh, convenient for me to go and walk your dog with you you know we should make an appointment <laughs> or like we should set a time basically and not just do it um, uh, last minute uh, and so m my roommate in New York City I've said it in my episode on manifestation he was leaving he was leaving the apartment a lot to go abroad so I was I had a lot of time in the apartment for me and I told him you know my roommate is leaving for two weeks on Friday so do you want to come on Friday night and you know I, to I told everyone that I was a virgin so I was like I, you know we can you know, do some things, and uh, he was like, yeah, okay, yeah, let's do it on Friday night, and so before he wanted to assure himself that I was like a real person, and I should have actually, and it's great that it came from him, so I remember I was on Thursday at school, and he sends me a message, are you free to get lunch, uh, we can go get a lunch together, and just uh, see uh, each other, and I was like, yeah, okay, and so, I'm um, uh, going to the subway, it was like just two stops to go and meet and he starts like sending me, oh please don't, please don't wear makeup or like no, don't wear makeup, like I hope like please don't be a guy who likes to wear makeup or like basically he wanted to assure himself I'm not too feminine and I don't wear these kind of things and I feel like it was kind of a red flag, I think today I would I mean, no, if it's for sex, I don't care that he says that, but it could not be my boyfriend for him to be close-minded. You can be uh, not into guys who wear makeup or feminine guys, it's okay, but just, I don't know, like explicitly writing it on a message, I feel like it's kind of stupid because if I was wearing makeup, it would have been like not nice and maybe I would have taken it personally and I would have feel ashamed. So I, I'm not, I don't wear makeup, but you know, if I did, it, fuck you <laughs> but no so I told him yeah no I don't and then we met and he he was nice looking he looked like his pictures I looked like my pictures and we had a great lunch and so then we met on Friday and on Friday he said you know I know you, you you're still a virgin we can just cuddle and kiss we don't have to do anything and in my mind I said yes of course no I no I said yes of course but in my mind I was like <laughs> 
I've waited. I've waited to do it. Like we, you know, let's go. I like you. You're 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 hot. You you have a great body. We have great chemistry. Let's do it. And so we were watching Friends, and you know, and we start to cuddle. It was really nice. And then we go in my bed. We we have sex. It was really great. I thought it was gonna hurt. It did not really hurt that much. Because any and I and I told my friends like his penis was sent from God's because it was not big at all like it was like like medium minus like it was like average but like going towards the the smaller <laughs> the smaller heights or measurements like smaller size so it was great for a first time I, I enjoyed it and. Um, then after that he he said you know you should go get tested we we we, we did it um with a condom but he said you know it's also it's always great uh there is this great clinic I, I can come with you if you want but you know he did not come with me but i went it was nice i mean it was great to get tested yeah but what i wanted to say is that the night we did it um <laughs> the night i'm getting all over the place because i want like it's the the episode is getting long but i want to give you guys the whole thing because i feel like it's nice stories to hear and it's just nice stories yeah to to share and so i want to like go quickly but at the same time give you some great details and so the night we did it so yeah then after that night i went and got tested and nothing happened it was great i just thought it was nice to for him to uh tell me that because then it reassured me when we had sex that you know he was someone who was being safe uh but so the, after we did it he said you know we can go back to my apartment order some food uh, there is a great egyptian restaurant i want to like make you try those food and then we can go back to my apartment and eat there uh and watch a little something and i was like yeah okay and so we were waiting to get a, an uber it was like called via v-i-a but you know it's basically uber but it's way cheaper and um and like while we were waiting, he said to me, but how long are you staying again? And I told him, you know, I'm saying I'm staying until December and it was October. And he was like, oh, okay. Now I feel like I'm wasting my time. And I was like, oh shit. And then he got a call. So he immediately answered the call. And I was like standing there like, okay, nice. But you know, there was like two things. It was like, maybe it's, it was nice to know that maybe we, we could have, gone into like something more serious because him by saying that showed that maybe you know he, he was waiting to, he was maybe ready to invest himself into a relationship but at the same time like that's not like he said it so bluntly and i was like okay but actually i did not <laughs> care that much and so you know we're we're in the uber and he starts you know like kind of like touching my leg and just like nothing too crazy but just pda basically and we were in the uber i'm like oh my god like no please don't do that um and so we go get some food and then we got the food and we were walking and there was this guy two guys who were uh riding bikes and they were basically hitting people behind their head on the street um i don't know how to describe it but yeah they were like just imagine you're like on a big avenue in new york city and you have two guys on a bike on bikes uh hitting yeah doing like a little tap behind everyone's head behind everyone's head it was not like dangerous i think they were just being stupid but it was not 
like it did not hurt and they were like young you know they were like younger than me and i was 19 at the time 19 going on to 20 uh in november and uh but so basically because i saw them i i actually uh looked behind and i saw them i mean i did not really understand what they were doing but i saw them just having their arms extended and people have making weird faces and they did not touch me but they actually one of them did it behind the head of the egyptian guy and the egyptian guy he got so mad and he started like cursing them and they were like going super fast and he was like oh my god like i want to run like and grab them and i'll, like, I'll kill like he, i don't know if he said kill them but like i'll you know like basically i'll start to uh uh give them <laughs> i'll start to hit them you know and like give them punches and everything and i was like no like come down it's okay it's nothing it's it's just them being stupid like please just let's focus on something else let's focus on something else and he was like oh like yeah yeah i'm sorry oh shit like oh and he's like oh my god like i should have ran oh shit and in my mind i i was like oh that's stupid like i hate when guys start to first i hate when people are violent i hate that and then it felt like it was like his pride that was like attacked because maybe i was there and i was like a guy that was interested in him and he was like maybe on a date and like him happening like that happening maybe like his pride or his self-confidence took a hit but i did not care at all so i told him like i don't care that's fun like let's let's laugh it out that's nothing and he was like and he was like he took it so seriously and then saying like those things that he would maybe be violent i did not like that at all but i you know tried to forget it i was not gonna leave like that like no i was like okay calm down uh, and i was like maybe maybe that's his like middle eastern egyptian thing um that is like coming out and so then we went to his house we ate it was fun i left and i was so excited i remember it was midnight and i was at pace university and pace university the library stays open for like 24 hours i think or like until 3 hours 3 a.m so i i I came back and my my friends who stayed at the dorm, I I, invo I I told them, hey guys, I have something to tell you. And so it was fun at like 1 a.m. we were at the university and I was telling them how my first time went because I was not ready to to sleep. I was just so excited. And so um, we basically saw each other uh, regularly uh, until the end, kind of regularly uh and it was fun i really loved meeting the egyptian guy and we had fun i think today if i would go back to new york maybe i would see him for like coffee or or something but i'm not really attracted to him anymore i i'm not that interested anymore but it was for the time and for the ryan of 2020 2018 it was amazing and i really enjoyed meeting him um and he actually started showing me some things that I had to work on and this is gonna really be something I realized in Barcelona but it started in New York City and it started when I uh, began going on the apps on Grindr on Tinder and just meeting guys and this thing of not feeling enough began and for example I remember I was at a party 
and I was kind of just filming people. I was like at a house party and I just filmed, I think, a friend dancing and I put it on my Instagram story. And next to her was a guy who was kind of dancing. And the Egyptian guy, he, uh, he answered to my story and he said, damn, like this guy looks cute. I'd love to like do something with him basically. And I felt disgusted. Like I was like, um, like, why would he say that to me you know and of course we were not together we were just six friends but even though i i felt like it was kind of uh not the right thing to say or not you know it was kind of uncomfortable uh, like yeah basically i kind of felt jealous even though i think at the time i knew nothing serious was gonna happen between the egyptian guy and i i still really liked him and he, him saying that i I was kind of upset, but I pretended like, ah, oh, like I just said something stupid. And um, and then the next day I feel bad about that and some other thing that maybe I'll talk about, but it's too long to go into right now and it doesn't concern me directly. Uh, but then I learned that day, oh my God, I'm going into so much detail. But that day after the party where he said that and I just kind of felt upset, I learned the thing of uh, when you have a problem in life, you have to see how much for the, of that problem you are responsible for. Because I felt like shit for, on that day for something a friend of mine did and for that message that the Egyptian guy uh, sent me. And I felt not great. And then I came across this talk of this guy saying, you know, in life you have to look at a problem and say how much of responsibility how many percentage of a responsibility i have in that situation and you have to look at it acknowledge the percentage of responsibility that you have on it and act on it but usually you're going to realize that you only have 10 or even one percent of responsibility and that you're actually not responsible for anything and that you should not feel bad about it and then i looked at the situation and i was like okay my friend did that i did not do it and i was doing my best to kind of uh uh, clear the air and uh, like solve the problems and on the other hand the Egyptian guy what he did that's actually that's him that's him doing a stupid comment that doesn't mean I am not enough for him it's just him maybe he's very horny or maybe him he's not delicate in the way he's you know he, he did not really thought it through before sending that message and so I kind of like, oh yeah, like I took a step back and I like in an, in an instant, I was like, actually, like, why do I feel bad? Like, this has nothing to do with me at all. Like, these are like, I'm leaving the issue for these two people. And so then I felt great. But so there, you know, just me receiving that message and taking it personally and feeling jealous, there was like kind of a lack of self-love, let's say. Let's put it this way for now. And the only other guy I want to talk about in New York City, his name was, let's call him the makeup artist guy. He was a very successful makeup artist with a beautiful apartment in Brooklyn. And he just, you know, he did the makeup for a lot of uh, famous uh, girls. And he was like a f an editorial makeup artist, you know, uh, for like Vogue or other magazines. Uh, and so I met him in on Grindr at first and we talked a lot. For like a week we were talking like three hours every night and it was the first time i was like staying up to talk with a guy usually i'm like going 
to sleep at the time I want to go to sleep but you know it was like staying up after the time I had set to talk to him it was the first time I was doing that uh, and we had a great talk and then he stopped going on the app for uh, some time uh, because then I learned that he was just very busy and sometimes he just was not he did not want to go on the app and now I fully understand because I do that now but at the time I just felt like Grindr is so cool I meet so much great guys even just sometimes to talk so I did not <laughs> understand at the time like why uh, you would just delete the app for two months and so he deleted deleted it for that time and then we ended up you know I, I'm trying to go fast we ended up meeting because I finished a class uh, I remember it was in beginning of December I finished a cost accounting class that finished at 9 30 p.m. and I opened grinder I just arrived home and he was like hey what are you doing and I was like oh hey you're connected well I just finished a class you know I'm kind of uh, tired and he was like yeah seems like you need to relax do you want to come over and I was like shit like it's been two months I'm waiting for that and I was like yeah and so I prepare myself and I, I it was like a 25 minutes walk or I could take the subway and I wanted to walk like get my mind ready and just listen to some music and so I arrive in front of his building in front of the main entrance and I had my earphones on and I hear from afar like Ryan Ryan and I'm like what and then I look at the side of the building at the side of the block and he was standing there and he was basically making me enter by the back door and at that time I was like oh shit what's gonna happen what's going on why am I not entering through the main entrance of the building uh, and so then I arrive I like say hi and then he uh, he made me go in front of him so I was walking the stairs not knowing where I had to stop because he was behind me and so I was like yeah where do I have to stop he said oh I'll tell you when you have to go on the right open that door and then go to the left and so he tells me and so it was a kind of these old Brooklyn buildings that then they, they get modernized but they still keep some of the old parts and that like those stairs were kind of old and he made me enter through the back door so at the time I was like okay maybe you'll die tonight and it's okay <laughs> you know it's okay you, you've had a good run you tried maybe you'll die and then he was like okay so this is the door of the apartment and I opened the door and I was like oh my god like my jaw dropped the apartment was beautiful he designed it himself it was like like beautiful trees in the apartment like exotic trees and he has like he had like a big bedroom with a nice comfortable bed and like a beautiful kitchen I mean his apartment was amazing and um and so we start like talking and we were like talking for two hours like a lot and then we start you know kissing and he had like a very great muscular body and I thought it was so hot and he had like a tattoo a tattoo yeah so I thought it was hot too and so then uh, we go on his couch and we start making out and then he tries to pick me up to bring me to the bed but when he picked me up I kind of went like I don't know why like I I my body went back and so we fell and it was cute because when we fell I saw him like kind of turned so that he like he fell on the floor and I fell on him because normally I would have like he would have fallen on me and so like I saw him turn so that I, I would fall on him and I don't know like those little things made me feel like I was again in a movie 
And so basically we had like a great night. We had sex five times or, or so during the night and something crazy happened because there is the G spot in the man's in the man's asshole, yeah. In in the man's asshole, yeah. In the in the anus, yes, in the anus of guys there is the G spot. And we he I mean the sex was bomb, like it was so amazing. And he touched a spot and I started to have an orgasm like like crazy, like I was like shivering, I was like um uh, shaking it was crazy and then he was like oh l let me get you uh, a, a towel and I was like well, uh, not a towel like a paper towel and I was like why why and he's like well you need to clean yourself and I did not I was not looking at my body I was not even touching myself because it was so crazy but I actually came and I ejaculated all over my uh, my abs basically um, but because he at the time I did not understand why but then I understood you know he he touched the g-spot the orgasm was like out of this world and I just came without even touching myself so this this is how bomb <laughs> the the love making was and so then I stayed a bit in the morning he made breakfast and he was very into health things so the breakfast was great I felt like I was in a movie I was on climb nine for the rest of the day and then I saw him a second time, it was really great as well, and then I left New York City. And so there, these were like the two main guys I've met, and I also met, uh, I also met two other guys. One is an interesting story that I won't talk about now, but um, it was, it's an interesting story, but the intercourse actually was not great, like, it was not great, it was like a one-time thing, and it was like a quick, you know, in, on Grindr, there are these guys there, just they're like, hey, hey are, you, are you available now? Yes, they come, they have sex with you, they leave. They don't even want to know like who you are. And at the time, I did not know about this. So, but I basically did it without knowing what was going to happen. I thought we were going to talk, we were going to watch a little something, but no. And so this was like a bad experience. I can give more details another time on that. This is the end of New York City. And so I, uh, then I go back to France for three months and then, I found an internship in Barcelona for five months. So during my internship, uh, during my time in studying in France, I met one guy on Grindr and for me it was enough and I was seeing him sometimes to basically have sex and it was really nice. And he, he was in an open relationship, but his boyfriend knew about it and he uh, was in Germany. So usually I do not like to doing stuff with people in open relationships because I feel like their heart is kind of somewhere else and I feel like they cannot fully give themselves to you just for like even if it's just for one uh, love making time <laughs> and so I usually don't like to do it but he was I don't know he I thought he was really hot and his boyfriend did not like he lived abroad so I was like okay you know they're really separated so let's do it and I feel like the guy was kind of catching small feelings because he was telling me like you know next time you come I can make you dinner or we can go see a movie and I thought you know maybe when you are in, you are when you are in an open relationship you should do those things with your boyfriend so things were getting mixed up and I was gonna leave it to Barcelona so I just kind of uh, stop seeing him but genuinely I really enjoyed the time we had together 
And so in Barcelona, that's really those five months where I was going crazy. Like there, I, I've met a lot of guys, like a lot. And there are a lot of stories. I can tell you guys a lot of stories. Yes, like there are a lot. And really, like, just hit me up on Instagram if you want to know about them. Because there's this guy who had like a motorbike and we're doing like tours in, the, in his motorcycles in Barcelona. There is this guy who had like a, he was rich basically and he was really hot. And I was like, and we had like amazing time. And uh, I had also this time with a kind of a very freaky guy and he was the editor-in-chief of, yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna say the name of the magazine actually, but he was the editor-in-chief and he was very young. He was like 25 or 26 of a famous uh, fashion alternative magazine um, and others, others that I might be uh, forgetting. But there was one guy that I should talk about right now and then I will finish uh, this episode. And his name, let's call him uh, Carlos. <laughs> so he was Spanish, but he, speak, he spoke perfect French because he used to live near the French border and I think one of his parents spoke French, so he spoke perfect French. And um, he was a doctor, he was, he, but he was, he was 29. He was an hematologist, maybe you say that in English, it's like the doctor for the blood. And I met him on Grindr, but he was like the least person you would think uh, they would use Grindr, like actually, when he met me, we exchanged numbers and then he never connected, like he never went on the app again because you can see on Grindr when was the last time the person was connected and I added him to my favorites, his profile, so that I could see and he never got connected again. We just exchanged numbers and so I feel like even him, I kind of manifested him <laughs> because the, just the, he, like who he was and he, and like, fact that he just met me and then stopped using it I thought it was fun um, like an interesting weird thing and so we started talking like for a whole day and he was like do you want to meet tonight and I was like sorry tonight I have, I have to see some friends and every time I would see a guy I I would put my friends first because those guys they were not like you know, I didn't, I mean, I did not really know them, so my friends came first. And so um, he said, oh, that's too bad because I'm going to leave for a week for like seminars across Europe on like blood and science. Um, and I was like, but we can always meet when you come back. And he was like, yes, sure. So I, I was kind of scared that maybe, you know, since we just talked for one day and then uh, he would come back, he would maybe not say anything, but he actually reached out during the day. Uh, the day he was coming back and we and he was like do can we see each other tonight and my place and I was like yeah of course but at the time I was not feeling like having sex and I did not know if it was like if it was his thing of like wanting to have sex right now so I told him you know we can definitely see each other but I would like it if we just talk and we can do some little stuff but not like serious sex like penetration and everything and he was like i'm totally down like we can just have a drink on my balcony and i was like that's amazing and so we had the drink and we started talking and it was great and he was basically telling me that he's 29 and his parents are uh 
kind of putting a lot of pressure on him to find a boyfriend and uh, basically have like a family even though they don't have kids you know I have like a serious boyfriend that they married that they live together and uh, he was he told me he was tired of doing those short serious relationships of like three or four months he did that before and he it was not what he was looking for now and um, in my mind I was like oh shit and uh, he said that usually uh, also he got his heart broken a lot of times because when he gets attached to a guy he gets attached very quickly and then uh, the guy gets the guys get scared because they are like they have been talking for two weeks and Carlos already wants you know them to be serious and to be uh, committed to each other and so um, the guys see they they get scared or they go into a relationship for for a month and then Carlos realized that he went too fast and they break up so he was telling me all that and I was like basically I was genuinely interested and I gave him my advice and so I kind of maybe looked like a psychologist <laughs> and he told me are you sure you're just 20 like you for me you look like you're, you're so much older and and it's true like he, he was nine years older than me but we like the difference like the age gap did not at all uh, was sensed it was not like we did not feel any age gap and so um, we kept seeing each other then we saw each other we had sex the sex with Carlos was not that crazy I really liked him but the sex was not that crazy but we had just such a great emotional uh, connection that it was okay uh, and so then came his 30th birthday and on his 30th birthday so I say hey happy birthday Carlos and he's like yeah thank you and he just said that and I was like that's weird and then at the end of the day he says you know I think Ryan we should stop seeing each other and so Carlos at the time for me he was very hot like he was beautiful and he was intelligent he was a doctor and he when I was talking to him about my you know vision of the world and who we are and how we can change he was like really genuinely interested and he agreed and he like was reading great books he was so intelligent I just felt like this could be a guy I would love to date and have him as a boyfriend uh, that's where I was and that's where I was kind of hoping he would go uh, and so uh, when he said uh, you know I, I think we should stop seeing each other I think it's because he was 30 and he was he did not know really where we were going and so he preferred to stop it and I was sad but like for a day I was like okay okay uh, no problem of course I understand and I really understood I was sad but I understood his situation and but a few days later he sends me a message and he says you know what let's see each other again uh, yeah like yeah let, let's not think and let's see each other again and so uh, we continued seeing each other and it was really great uh, and uh, but at the same time I was still seeing other guys you know because we were not really together and um, him I think maybe he saw one or two but he was not he, like, he was not seeing that many guys uh, I mean, I, I, I sound like a, a whore. <laughs> I was not seeing that much guys because some of them I was also seeing them regularly. But Carlos, I felt like a real connection with him. Like we, we you know, we would go out and eat and like go to bars. Like it was like a, or like a, uh, we had like a real 
connection, a real relationship. And so um, fast forward to the time I had almost to leave. I, I left Barcelona on the 29th, 29th of August. And the week before I slept at his house and everything was great. We were talking, we were laughing. The sex again was meh because I feel like he really liked jerking off and just, you know, as if like just touching <laughs> penises and dicks. I don't know. We were not really compatible, but I still enjoyed him. And, um, and uh, yeah, so I sleep at his house on a Thursday and I was leaving basically the next Thursday. And uh, then he wrote me and I was writing him and then he stopped answering for a few days and I, I just did not think a lot about that. Uh, but on Sunday, I sent him a message and I sent him, hey, Carlos, we should see each other one last time before I leave at least. Um, and this was on a Sunday. I was with friends at the beach, two friends. I mean, one friend and a friend of a friend who we were at the beach. And um, he answers with a vocal message. And I still have his vocal message on my phone. And he said, uh, so yes, we can definitely see each other again one last time, but I want us to see each other um, at a restaurant or at a bar, but not at my house because uh, I have met a guy two weeks ago and it's really going well with him and it's really going seriously. Like, I feel like it can be serious and he was 26, so it was like more edge appropriate for them to build a real relationship. Um, like a long-lasting one and he said to me um i mean age appropriate I, i'm not an ages like you can have whatever age but maybe for him at the time you know it was better and i agreed and he said so we we met two weeks ago and i did not want to talk to you about him at first because i didn't know where it was going but i saw him on friday and it went amazing so now if we would do something together i and I still see this guy after you left, I would have felt like I have cheated. So I prefer us seeing each other at a restaurant for our last time. And um, it's funny because I get emotional <laughs> saying that right now. Um, and then I remembered, for example, that he told me once that a guy he met in Berlin because he spent some time in Berlin in his life he said to me a guy he met in Berlin came to Barcelona and he showed him Barcelona for a whole weekend and he, he, he actually said to me I treated him like a prince like we did this and that but then at the end I didn't feel a connection when he left or something and then he tells me you know that he saw that guy on Friday and that he really likes him and I just felt like shit like he when i saw carlos it was great but it was not like he treats me like a prince or he we do some crazy stuff together it would just like maybe go out to eat and go home or just go to his place order talk have some sex and talk a little bit again and then leave so and you know i was fine with that it was just that i thought in my mind that I was maybe, um, I don't know, I, I was seeing 
other guys and I knew that maybe he was also but in my mind when he told me that I always felt like you know I was maybe the one who is also in, rela <clears throat> in relationship who is the most um, <clears throat> uh, detached uh, and uh, that like don't really show how I feel and everything um, and so when he sent me that message and he told me that he saw that guy on Friday basically the day after I slept at his house I just felt like not enough and I felt less loved uh, and I felt like he chose someone over me uh, which is not true actually but let's I'm, I'm putting right now how I felt at the time like those raw emotions that are kind of limited emotions but I felt like you know and my reasoning mind knew he was he was sturdy now he wanted to find someone to have a great relationship I was living in a week he found someone who lived in Barcelona who was closer to his age so to his age so everything was perfect for him uh, and my reasoning mind was like that's great for him but my my emotional body was like you are not enough like you were not enough for him so he had to see other guys while you were there and they and he was maybe treating them better than you because you you were not enough for him and you were just someone that he he yeah like to have fun with but that's it and you know i was seeing other guys too during that time so my reasoning mind knew like that's totally normal what he what he did but my emotional body my my insecurities came back and i felt like like felt like less than other people and then so I felt bad I felt so bad and I was like but why do I feel so bad my reason my reasoning mind knows that all of this is um, not true that I shouldn't feel this way but I feel this way and so I remember I was at the beach and I took some time I went into the water and I swam alone to think and then I understood I understood that this whole time in Barcelona and even before it has started in New York City it had started there that I was looking for validation I was looking for validation because um, every time a guy would not answer me or would stop talking to me even though it was like a random guy on Grindr on an app I would feel it like I would take it personally I would take it like maybe I am not I'm not cute enough I'm not hot enough I'm not enough I, my conversation skills let's say they're bad like I don't know I'm not interesting uh, and I was not feeling it like like you know fully like how the way I'm said but it was like those little things that were coming up you know of course if someone would stop answering me I was not feeling bad for the whole day or anything but these thoughts like these little thoughts would come up and I really felt like then the whole time in Barcelona when I would actually see a guy and the guy wanted to see me again I felt so great and amazing because he answered this need for validation that I had like oh now he wants to see me again so my uh, sex skills if we can say they are great and maybe I'm hot and maybe I'm interesting and so that's good that he wants to see me again and I was there was a part of myself that was needing this approval and this validation from men specifically for me to feel um, for me to feel loved for me to feel validated for me to feel enough and in this moment I realized why I was feeling this way it's because I was putting in Pablo the, the guy that I 
like the most out of all these guys I've met in Barcelona, Pao. Oh, I said his name actually. Um, yeah, it's okay. But in so in Carlos Pablo, I've uh, <laughs> I've uh, I've put in him all these things, and for him, he was the guy I preferred. And for him not basically to choose me, let's say, I uh, felt uh, like shit because I I felt like. I was not validated at all because he was the one I preferred and he did not chose me so uh, I could not fathom the fact and I my self-worth just lowered a lot because I had put my self-worth on him and it was dependent on his opinion and the opinions of other guys and I understood that and when I understood that immediately I was like oh now I understand why all of this is happening I understand why and then I came back, I came back to the shore, like to the beach, I got out of the water, I left with my friends, they left their way, I got my way, and I put a four minute clip of Maya Angelou that said, basically, love doesn't bind, love liberates. When you truly love someone, you do not care if they leave, you do not care if they stay you want them to be happy when you have this true love for someone you just want them to be happy and you know when they are happy you know you just don't want to keep them for you and with these two realizations I've made a 180 or a 360 I don't know I've in a, like a matter of a few hours I've changed my perspective on life on my love life and on, on who I was and I realized all of this and I was like, I actually genuinely love Pablo uh, or Carlos. <laughs> I, I think it's because I'm getting so much of my feelings. I said his name. I, I'm, I don't think he would see, he would watch that. So who cares? Um, and, it, you know, one guy, um, <laughs> um, one guy on two, like 50% of the guys in Spain are named Pablo. So, you know, <laughs> it's okay. Uh, but Carlos Pablo. Uh, yeah, I changed totally. I changed a lot after hearing that. And then my feelings toward him, I knew I really liked him. I loved him in a way, not fully like I was not going to say to him, I love you, but I really loved him. Like I would love a friend after that. And I just wanted him to be happy. And then the fact that he found a guy made me really happy. And I knew that I was living in Barcelona and that he was with someone that would be taken taking care of him and that would be great for his family and so I was really like you would see me at 3 p.m. I was super sad you would see me at 5 p.m. I was ecstatic I was so happy I was I had another energy I was someone else because all it's basically all these five months that I've spent in, spent in Barcelona and even those months in New York I understood everything I understood or at least on this love part how I was treating love and how it was not maybe the right way to treat love and so I wrote him and I was like okay so let's let's plan where we will see each other on Tuesday um, and so we were planning to see each other on that date at this time and a bit so Tuesday comes and a bit before he was like okay so uh, I'm gonna arrive uh, in on bike please don't be late like he was kind of uh, 
like being like a jerk in the message but I, I was someone else I did not mind at all because I knew where he was coming from I knew I knew that he was thinking that it was gonna be the end and that he was expecting me to be kind of mad and that he was expecting that last thing to be weird because now his heart was more towards this new guy and not really me and so I think he was more going to that last dinner f for me uh, rather than also for him enjoying the moment and I think he was like that was his state of mind at that time so like I was living right next to the restaurant so he was like okay I'm there where are you like <laughs> and I was like oh, that's that's really uh, unfortunate for him that he behaves this way but I was someone else I was not like affected by it so I arrive I smile and we get sat at the table the restaurant is beautiful i love this restaurant in barcelona it's called gats and it's in el gotico if you go to barcelona you have to go there the in in like the indoor part of the restaurant is beautiful so outside there were a lot of people but inside no one it felt like we were in a reality tv show and like they like they had like a, they reserved this part for us because there was like no one and we we talked like so great and so we arrive we get the menus and we start like both looking at the menus not really saying anything and i felt like he was kind of um, uh, not at ease and so i you know i was changed and i was like okay i know now that i have to be tr truly truthful so i say that to myself and i tell him uh you know carlos pablo <laughs> um and then I tell him everything that I just told you. I tell him how I felt when he sent me that. And he was like, I know, I know. I didn't want to tell you at first. I, maybe I shouldn't have. I just should have said that we should go to the restaurant and that's it. And I was like, no, 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 you did right. And then I explained him everything. I explained to him how I felt when people did not answer me on Grindr. I, I explained to him how I felt, why I was looking for all these guys. And I was looking for that validation, for that self-love that I should have cultivated in myself, but I was like putting it out onto others. And I was waiting for others to give it to me, basically. And I explained to him all of those things. And then I explained to him how I listened to my angel. And I explained to him how I felt now. And I explained to him how I was, even how I felt when I was like reading his message of him being impatient and kind of a jerk but he was not a full jerk but you know like kind of his message and he was like listening to me listening to me and this is why i think we should be that trustful to and to everyone and or at least in those important conversations you should not hold back but you should come to that conversation not to like revenge or like say well this is what all the things i have on my heart be you should come to it for with an intention of love and just creating something because when i was telling him all of what i felt and how i'm feeling now it was for him to i wanted to liberate him i wanted to liberate our relationship and i wanted to end it in a place where we both feel at peace with what happened and we put a beautiful end to what we've been through and what we live together and he listened to me and i saw the emotion in him and he said you know Ryan you know Ryan I've never met someone like you you're unique and I really think that there is an error on your ID card because for me you're not born in 1998 and then we talked and he said I enjoyed all the time I've spent with you and then I saw that you know he kind of kind of have started have some feelings again just small feelings for me because he was like taking my arms and doing things like with my cheek cannot really 
describe it well without showing it. But, um, you know, but the interaction, but for me at that time, it was over. You know, I, I mean, I loved him as a friend and I, I still do. I still enjoy, like, like him from afar. Uh, but that time, that whole conversation was so beautiful um, because I said everything. I said everything, everything. I did not hide anything, but behind the intention and the purpose was for us to free ourselves and to put an end to this beautiful relationship. And it's not to put an, yeah, it's to just clear all the energies between us. And then after that, I left and I had to go to a gallery, an art gallery opening with some friends because we knew some people that had art there. And so I go there and I was walking there because I love to walk everywhere I'm going. And when I live in a city like Paris, New York or Barcelona, I just love walking there, like in the street at night. Um, like the, the ambiance, the mood, the environment is so beautiful. And he wrote me some beautiful messages. He said, you know, I just loved meeting you and you, it was an amazing experience. And then he was doing piano and he sent me a recording of piano and he said, you know, this, this song will remind me of you. You know, it was so nice. And we, and there was no ambiguity, like nothing was weird between us after that we we wrote with our hearts because we really loved and liked each other but not from a romantic space now it was more from like a soul to soul space and uh it was a beautiful end and then we st still kept talking for a few months even when i was in france we called each other uh, a few times and then we stopped and we haven't talked for for a year and a half I feel fine I mean I, I, I mean that's okay you know I, I don't know what I would say to him but if one day I go to Barcelona I, I will for sure tell him so that we see each other like around a coffee so this was uh, my life love story that I wanted to talk about and this is where I am now um, I wanted to talk so I wanted to say that you know I hope that yeah in Whatever I explained and I shared with you, there is something that interested you, maybe something that helped you. I think that the whole conclusion to it is that maybe try to understand what is the intention you put behind meeting people, how you feel when people are not responding to you. You shouldn't feel it personally. Now, I do not care at all. And now I'm, I'm in a total new uh, relationship with myself, relationship with love and how I approach things. Now I want to find someone who is really good for me and that I know is great. Uh, and you know, I'm not like needy for love anymore. I feel like I love myself so much. I like attract beautiful people. And um, yeah, and you should care for yourself because there is no one is more attractive than someone that loves themselves. When you start to be needy for something, it shows the other person just feels it and there is um, a kind of a separation that will come between both individuals. So just try to see where you are right now. But you know, if you are maybe in the, in the same situation as me where I was, need, where I was needing validation, it will come from you, you know, the, 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 to be in a place where now you don't need 
that validation. It will come from you to not wait for something in the external environment to change. You know, for me, it basically came to that point of me, let's say, being rejected in a way by Pablo Carlos. Like, I started feeling it just in the app with messages with people not showing up and then it translated into that big thing and if i had not learned the lesson then and i would and i would have just stayed with low negative emotions it would have spiraled down to other big consequences until i accepted and i accepted to deal with it so just you know i hope i shared some nice experiences some fun experiences with you uh, today I don't have a boyfriend, but I know that because I want to find someone really great. I know that I will. Uh, and yeah, I will share it with you for sure. There are some, a lot of parts to these stories that I have not shared actually, uh, that are also very interesting, but I'll find a way to make an episode, um, not slowly for solely on those parts, but that those little stories come up. Uh, sometimes because I think it's it's fun that they are fun stories that are worth sharing um, Yeah, I hope you enjoyed that episode. You might have listened to it uh, At different times because it was long, but I uh, thank you so so much for listening to me It's a pleasure to share my life with you guys, and I really hope that you are getting gaining something from it uh, Yeah, I love you guys. Goodbye